Welcome to this month's episode of the Cordell & Cordell Men's Divorce Podcast, a combination of views, news, and tips relating to topics and situations relevant to guys going through divorce. Divorce is difficult on everyone involved, but if you have children, they are likely to be hit particularly hard by the sudden shift in family dynamics. However, parents can minimize the impact of divorce on their kids by learning to co-parent effectively. Studies have found that successfully co-parenting children after a divorce helps to foster feelings of stability, a better relationship with both parents, lowered feelings of abandonment, a faster adjustment to the new family arrangement, a lower chance of behavioral issues, a decreased risk of substance abuse, and many more. In this edition of the Men's Divorce Podcast, we will discuss some methods for successful co-parenting to help reduce the negative impacts of divorce on children. Getting along with your ex is never easy. However, divorced parents need to realize that continuing to harbor resentments down the road only serves to harm your children. Dadsdivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with clinical psychologist Christine Turner about the biggest hurdle to developing a successful parenting plan, which is parents who are unwilling to put their differences aside and continue to demonstrate high levels of conflict. Divorce can have a devastating effect on children. Statistically, children of divorce have a higher frequency of health problems, are more likely to suffer from high anxiety, high stress, and low self-esteem, and are more likely to have developmental and behavioral problems. However, many of these negative effects can be mitigated by developing an effective shared parenting plan with your former spouse that allows access to both parents. Christine Turner is a clinical psychologist who has worked with thousands of parents and families going through divorce through the New Beginnings Parenting After Divorce program. The program offers a number of services for divorced families, including divorced therapy, mediation, and parenting after divorce classes. Turner says that the biggest hurdle that most families face in establishing effective co-parenting arrangements is putting their personal differences aside. I think probably the biggest key is the level of conflict. You know, lower conflict parents tend to do a much better job of coming up with parenting plans, particularly when both parents wanted the divorce or both parents feel like the divorce is the solution to their marital problems. It's often much easier for them to um, come up with parenting plans because they don't hold so much animosity towards one another. Of course, coming up with a parenting plan is fairly painless, assuming you remain on amicable terms with your ex. Following a divorce, however, that is rarely the case, as many couples harbor hard feelings following a breakup. But Turner says that even high-conflict families are capable of coming up with effective strategies that put their children's best interests first. Oftentimes, families that are in high conflict, what's actually recommended is a model called parallel parenting, where each parent is doing the best job they can during their parenting time without much interaction with the other parent. So it's kind of analogous to when kids go to school, the teachers do the best job they can educating children, but they don't spend a lot of time, you know, talking to parents on a daily basis about how to teach and get math or reading. They just go ahead and do it. And with relatively little interaction, teachers are able to teach kids, parents do parenting at home, and um, it's sort of this separate way of raising kids. The 
holidays are a stressful time of the year, but for divorced parents, it can be particularly difficult to get along with your ex. Disputes around custody and visitation are common during the holiday season, and again, your kids are the ones who end up suffering the most. Indiana family law attorney Kimberly McCabe offers some tips for divorced parents on how to successfully co-parent through the holidays and minimize the stress your children will face. Now, there are going to be some common mistakes that parents make that you will definitely want to avoid to make these holidays uh, special, enjoyable, and make the most of the time with you and your children. The first common mistake that parents make is they do not communicate enough. I cannot emphasize communicate, communicate, communicate. Send an email, document it. Say, hey, what's the parenting time schedule going to be during Christmas or over Hanukkah or over New Year's Eve? If you have a work schedule that needs to be taken into consideration, communicate that with the other parent. The more you communicate in advance, the better off you're going to be and the less stressful it's going to be on your children. The second common mistake that parents can make is not being flexible, not being courteous, and not being kind. The holidays are a time for giving and sharing after all, and that even means sharing time with the other parent with your children. So it's always a good idea to follow the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. If the other parent isn't cooperating, document it, save it, share it with your attorney. It could possibly be used later on if you decide that you need to possibly file a motion with the court to enforce your parenting time rights. The other issue that commonly arises is parents interrogating their children or asking them, what happened at mom's house? What presents did you get? Did you have a good time? Try not to interrogate your children too much. Of course, you're gonna nod to know what they did. However, just try to engage in normal conversation with them and then they won't feel guilty about spending time with the other parent either. Now, during the holidays, you also want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. If you're a parent going through this for the first time, it's not going to be easy. You're going to miss the kids. You might feel lonely. So it's important to take care of yourself, spend time with your family and friends, and then when it's your turn to spend time with the children, you'll be able to have your happy special holiday time. One of the most effective ways to succeed when it comes to co-parenting is to create a detailed parenting plan that clearly defines the rights and responsibilities of both parents, which will hopefully minimize future conflict. DazDivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with therapist, author, and divorce recovery expert Terry Gaspard, who offered some tips for working with your ex to craft a thorough parenting plan that puts your children's best interests first. One of the most important steps to effectively co-parenting is coming up with a clear and detailed parenting plan. However, that can be easier said than done, especially when there's lingering animosity between former spouses. Therapist, author, and divorce recovery expert Terry Gaspard emphasizes how crucial it is for parents to put their differences aside when drafting this initial plan. That can set the stage for an effective co-parenting arrangement moving forward. To my years of experience, what I would do is highly recommend that you sit down and have a calm, business-like discussion with the other parent. And if you can't do that, if you can't set a time to do that, you use a counselor or a mediator to facilitate that. 
because you want to make sure you have everything in writing and you cover all the essentials. Gaspard also stressed the importance of flexibility in co-parenting. For example, as children age, it's a good idea to let them have at least somewhat of a say in who they're spending time with. Kids sometimes will speak up. I know that happened to me um, with my children. My son wanted to spend more time with his dad. My daughter wanted to spend more time with me. And in time, what we realized was we wanted to give them more input as they got older and more flexibility in terms of their scheduling. And so I don't recommend with the younger child that you do that. You have to strongly encourage the younger child to spend time with the other parent. And that can be an obstacle if they say they don't want to go to the other parent's house. But you have to strongly encourage and facilitate a smooth transition. But as kids get into to their teen years, you want to give them more input and try to be flexible and communicate what works best for their schedule. Another time of the year where frequent conflicts between divorced parents arise is during the summer. There is often confusion in regards to the custody arrangement or disagreements about vacation plans, which can sometimes result in flat-out denial of summer visitation. Indiana family law attorney Kimberly McCabe offers a few summertime parenting tips to help divorced parents create a seamless summer break. One of the first things you want to do as summer approaches is review any court orders or settlement agreements that you may have concerning how your summer parenting time is going to be divided and or shared with the other parents. You will want to make sure you also review whether or not there are any specific notice requirements contained within your order or agreement or that are provided by your state's particular laws. The next thing you will want to do is you'll want to prepare a calendar, whether you do this on your own and provide it to the other parent or whether you're able to work out a calendar with the other parent for the entire month, it will help things move more smoothly. Whether or not the two of you have any planned vacations that you would like to take the children on with you and your particular families, that needs to be communicated in advance to the other parent, especially if you're planning on going out of state. Whether or not the children are participating in any summer activities like Little League or swimming or perhaps taking summer classes at a college university for fun, things like that, you'll want to plan these activities in advance. Here in Indiana, the guidelines provide that a parent should not miss out on parenting time just because the other parent has enrolled the child in a summer activity. So in other words, guys, if you want to make sure you're getting your summer parenting time, take action now, focus on what specific time you're requesting, and make sure that you follow through and communicate that to the other parent. If you don't have any problems, great. Then you can move on and just prepare your home to make it as warm, open, and inviting for your child or children as possible. If you're not so lucky and you're going to have problems working out summer parenting time with the other parent, take action now, talk to an attorney, and seek remedy from the court as soon as possible.
After a high-conflict divorce, it can be particularly challenging to effectively co-parent as one or both sides often have difficulty letting go of their anger and hostility. However, this is crucial if you want to create the best possible living arrangement for your children. DadsDivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with author and divorce family coordinator Karen Becker about why it is so important for divorced parents to put their differences aside to help their children better cope with the divorce. Although a divorce legally ends a relationship, it is likely that you will still have to maintain some degree of communication with your ex post-divorce. For many couples, that means the same old fights that plagued them throughout their marriage never actually go away. That can make it particularly challenging when trying to establish an effective co-parenting plan. Divorced family coordinator Karen Becker works with divorced couples to develop a healthy and positive co-parenting relationship. She says the first step, especially for couples in high-conflict divorces, is to let go of the things that can't be controlled. The key to moving on is acceptance. You're not going to be able to change your ex at all, right? You're not going to be able to control your ex. They are who they are. So how can you make the best of the situation? Becker, who is the author of the book Co-Parenting When Your Ex Won't, adds that it's crucial for divorced couples to realize that how they act towards each other will either help or hinder how their children are able to cope with their divorce. You need to understand that the number one factor in the child's ability to adjust to their parents' divorce is um, the relationship between the parents. So if there's tension and arguments and um, constant litigation, the child feels it even though the parents try to shield them from it, um, and it affects their ability to adjust to that divorce. That's all we have time for in this month's Cordell & Cordell Men's Divorce Podcast. Hopefully this gives divorcing parents an understanding of why it is so important to let their anger and resentment go to help foster a better co-parenting relationship in the future. Divorce hits kids particularly hard, and it is your responsibility as a mother and father to do whatever it takes to make the transition to the new divorce lifestyle as easy as possible. Letting go of the past is never easy, but you owe it to your children to reduce conflict and develop an effective co-parenting relationship after your divorce. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for interviews, news, tips, and more covering a range of topics facing men during divorce. You can also find a number of resources on our website at cordellcordell.com, as well as our informational sites, mensdivorce.com and dadsdivorce.com.